listener. Welcome back to another episode of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara. It's uh, good to be back for another episode. Yeah. So we have kind of an unusual one, I think, today. Yes. Um, yeah, mostly because it's based off a story that was never finished, which is The Lighthouse, which is the unofficial title of what is th- thought to be the last works of Edgar Allan Poe. And he had begun it at the time of his death in 1849. And he really only got, I don't know, like a page, not even into it that was set up in diary format. Um, But it's the story of a lighthouse keeper who is on an island off the coast of Norway in his diary. And it's really told in the series of his diary entries, but there's only like three to four entries, but it's believed to be Edgar Allan Poe's last work. So, um, the film, you know, despite the like the little to go on, it what did serve as the basis for this uh, film came out in 2019. It stars uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, written by Robert and Max Eggers, and directed by Robert Eggers. The film uh, debuted at a Cannes Film Festival in May of 2019. Uh, the, was later uh, earned a theatrical release, and it was uh, widely praised by critics. Wound up earning one uh, Oscar nomination for its cinematography. Bit of a different one. I've heard it. it one common theme I've heard about this film and people talking about it is that it, the genre is very hard to define. Like you could you could classify it maybe as a horror film or a psychological thriller or survival film character study or some of the like the things that's described it but yeah just i i did get a sense that it was very hard to define as well as hard to watch in my opinion yes And I think this is one of those where, you know, it's an inspiration, right? Because you really can't compare what Edgar Allan Poe started to write with this film. So I don't even feel like that's a topic we can like dwell on today. Because, you know, like it really was just an inspiration, obviously, because Poe's story is one person with diary entries. And these are two people who are on the, who are at the lighthouse, you know, Ephraim Winslow and his kind of Tom and Thomas Wake on the island. And it's just so weird. I I don't have any other words for it. Let alone it it was in black and white, and which is odd, which, you know, I could see like very artistic. It's very artistic, right? Like it's like one of those films that's probably praised by critics and the general population watches it and goes, hmm, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) And there are some of those. And that is my general feeling about this one. And I love Roderick Pattison and Willem Dafoe, but this was very, very strange. Yeah, And I just, I had a real hard time following it. And truth be told, it was not the only thing I was focused on at the time. So I was multitasking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I had a hard time differentiating between what were they imagining and what was actually happening. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. I had a real hard time with that. Do what I mentioned this uh, film. It was uh, came at the suggestion of my coworker Aaron, uh, so I think he listens to to us there. Uh, so he'll appreciate the shout out. Uh, but yeah, it's de- definitely a bizarre 
uh, film. And now, yeah, you follow these these gentlemen who are working on this lighthouse there, and they just have a very odd relationship. It uh, goes like back and forth. Sometimes it's pretty contentious. Robert Pattinson's character, uh, Winslow, is uh, sometimes uh, gets kind of upset with uh, Thomas, and, uh, but then the very next scene, you'll see them drinking and singing songs and telling jokes and then that it's uh some of the scenes kind of reminded me of uh jaws with the gentleman on the uh on the boat who are swapping stories and telling uh, songs the one thing that really bothered me to no end in this film and let me be preface that i'm very sensitive to sounds the foghorn or whatever it was in the background they kept going like in the beginning of the film, and then it would do it intermittently. And, you know, obviously it creates a sensing, sense of foreboding and, you know, it's a little bit menacing, but I could not take it. I was like, <laughs> if that foghorn is going to blow the entire film, I'm going to have to turn it off. I, I could not take it. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> make it stop. So that was like probably the one thing when it first started. I'm like, nope, not going to be able to do it if this is going to happen the whole time. But it was... It, and there are, and I was reading some other things on this film, and they were talking about it. There is, you know, some themes of like homoeroticism and like phallic symbols, and you know, I think there it definitely that comes through in some of this film because like their relationship was so strange. Like you're saying, like they were fighting, and then they were friends, and then at one point, like the younger guy is walking the other guy on a leash and treating him like a dog, which was so yes. strange. <laughs> and I, that's where I was like, is he dreaming this or is this? really happening like is this happening and i was so confused by it so i was like that's weird but uh that's and i was like okay i i mean i get it there was i mean there was definitely like such a sexual tone to it so it was just a little bit strange yeah yeah de uh, definitely Made a good point about the homoeroticism there and that was something even going into this film that i wondered if there may be because I knew I knew the general gist of this film before I watched it that these gentlemen were going to be at this lighthouse and you have two men uh, isolated there and it's almost kind of become cliche that you expect kind of something like that there you know whenever you get two characters um, trapped together like that something kind of reminded me a little of uh, Brokeback Mountain which we also have an episode on if you check out and I mentioned Jaws before and that was our very first episode. So check them out as well. This <laughs> is shameless promotion, but um, so yeah, I think it kind—I of, uh, kind of expected that to come, and then there was, and then all of a sudden, there's a scene in there dancing together, there, and then another scene where they're laying down together. <laughs> And it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, we, we all saw this coming. It was also uh, very strange. Um, really, like, the only other character in it was the mermaid. There was, um, and that's one where you talk about it's hard to differentiate between reality and fantasy. Well, with that, it's kind of definitely applied to be fantasy uh, with the, the mermaid there that uh, Ephraim finds. And, it also you know, reminded me a lot of a take on like on a Hitchcock film, like the black, yeah, kind of. the black and white, and then yeah. the birds at one point that are going through the sky. It felt yes. very Hitchcock 
like to me in a way yes. that you would think it was maybe filmed a long time ago instead of 2019. Yes. Yeah. It was kind of like Psycho meets the birds. Right. There. Yeah. I thought and, it was uh, very strange. I mean, obviously the, the Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson are extraordinary actors. And I have to imagine that this was very difficult to film because it, it seemed like it was a brutal kind of setting and the, just the strangeness of it felt like yeah. it would be very hard to, you know, film. Yes. Like one, like you mentioned like, the black and white and that I, I doesn't really bother me because I've been huge fan, as you know, I'm a huge fan of older films. So I watch black and white films all the time. And I think it's kind of cool when films do that, especially nowadays. And I thought like the, the setting I thought was, was like beautiful, and especially um, lighthouses. My mom loves lighthouses, but I don't think she would enjoy this film. <laughs> Sorry, mom, but this is I don't yeah. think you would at all. Uh, but um, and I agree, like that had its um, Oscar nomination for cinematography, and I thought that was well deserved. It, it was kind of like beautifully shot. No, that makes, yes, that makes me sound like a film snob. One of those, one of those types. I'm not really. But. No, it was beautifully shot. It's just these. The whole thing was just very strange. Yeah. <laughs> and I could see if you're a very artistic person coming at this lens, where you would think it was well done and it was very good and maybe yeah. exciting. But I found it just so strange that I didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's From like kinda, the bird that they, the seagull that he like bashes and kills, but it's all, you know, and it's all these, those, it's very symbolic because you have the seagull that's, you know, uh, what's it called? Tainted the water. And then he kills the other seagull. And at the end he is being pecked by seagulls when he falls is laying there on the ground at the end of the lighthouse. So very symbolic and has yeah. a lot of those types of motifs to it, but it was, yeah very strange and some of it i didn't get with that character that was staring that light in like i don't i don't really know what that was but he was like having kind of that stare off with that character but i don't know what it was it was very strange yes uh definitely like i can i i can uh appreciate it for for what it was yeah it kind of seemed like it was a a slow descent into madness. Like you just see these characters just really just just destroying themselves and becoming uh, becoming like a shell of their, their former selves. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. There is definitely you do see them descend into madness and how that isolation would play into that happening. So yeah, yeah that was the one thing from the film. I think you know I definitely took away from it is that they you could see what the what how they progress into declining mental mental state <laughs> exactly reminded me a lot of the shining mm. which we yeah. do which we do not have an episode on i think no, that book is maybe i think that book is very long so <laughs> um well, maybe, possibly, yeah. I don't have a lot to say about this film because the short story was very easy, obviously, to read. It's what a half a page. True, true. And you wonder what we wonder what Poe would have done should he had finished it. You kind of wonder what was his vision for it. You know, he had one, but what was it? So it's it's yeah. fun to see other people because other people have done work with it, either re envisioned it to say a a story or incorporated into something but i think that this one you know obviously it's an inspiration for an artist but i would wonder it, it would be interesting to know what edgar Allan poe's vision for what it would have been which we'll never know but it would be an interesting
interesting to see what it what he thought about it. Yes, definitely. Like I thought it was interesting, like uh, the, the diary entries, and it was like January first, January second, January third, and all that. It ends with just January fourth with nothing, no entry, just January fourth at the, at the mm-hmm. top, and then nothing else, and then nothing else. Uh, just as um, yeah, as uh, interesting how they were able to put their own spin on it. That good old Eddie boy. Yeah. So I don't have like a take on would I recommend this book or movie based on each other. Or what I liked more because you can't really compare them. True, true. But did I like the movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would I watch it again? No. But I think you can appreciate it for its art, you know, the acting and the cinematography and the artistry. But for me, it's not the type of movie that I enjoy. Yeah, fair point. I don't know if you would agree, if you would watch it again. I don't know. I might be if might be like a film that. I may watch again to maybe look for a different thing. Look for different things. Let's see. Oh, okay. Now I get that. Because it's funny. And, and you said about like different, um, you know, motifs and what happened and symbolism. And it's funny how in the, when you mentioned in, in the end, when he's getting pecked by the seagulls, I, I forgot about earlier when he had killed the, killed the one seagull. So uh, I thought, oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense now. Yeah. Any other parting thoughts? No, I have no other parting thoughts on this one today. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're uh, got things about covering. Good. Well, until next week, keep reading. And keep watching. Keep watching.